Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today's episode is about Fahrenheit 451. When you ask a stranger about Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451 will be the first thing to pass their lips nine times out of ten. Themes from a dystopian book-burning novel are as relevant today as when it was written in 1953. And when a book stays socially relevant for more than 60 years, it's sure to have a legion of fans. Of course, we all know Fahrenheit 451 is the temperature at which paper burns. Celsius 232 simply doesn't sound as good, so it's just as well an American wrote this book and not a European. Bradbury turns the world on its head to create his dystopian vision. His lead character is a fireman called Montag who burns books which are outlawed. The novel developed out of a series of ideas Bradbury had visited in previously written stories over a number of years. A real slow burner of an idea you could say. There's a strange irony that a novel about censorship is so frequently censored in schools and various other places. As a young man he'd witnessed a rise of Nazi Germany complete with its state-controlled media and the infamous book burnings. He'd heard about the effects of Stalinism on the Russian media. Closer to home Fahrenheit 451 came with the growth of McCarthyism in the United States where there was immense suspicion of the media industry, including Hollywood and the publishing world. If Bradbury hadn't written a novel, then someone else might have. I find it dark and scary, but it's not as depressing as 1984. It hasn't aged. Donald Trump isn't censoring the media, but he is attempting to devalue its worth. Fahrenheit 451 is easy to read today. From a collector's point of view, there are four first editions of Fahrenheit 451 that can be found. First is the softcover edition, released about six weeks before the hardcover version, which, despite being second in the timeline, is usually preferred by collectors. The hardcover commands four figures for a decent copy, and more when signed. There's a special fireproof asbestos cover edition, imagine that! It was limited to 200 copies and is rarely seen priced at less than $10,000. The granddaddy of them all is the special cloth and gilt presentation copy, which Bradbury had specially bound and limited to 50 copies. These extremely scarce editions may actually sell for more than the asbestos edition depending on who the book was inscribed to. By the way, there's also an asbestos-covered book from Stephen King. It's Firestarter, of course. Twenty-six such copies were produced, and they are also expensive and hard to find. Back to Bradbury. Ray grew up loving two things, magic and libraries, and he spent much of his youth reading and practicing tricks. It was a magician called Mr. Electro who convinced him to take up writing full-time. In 1932, Bradbury attended a Labor Day carnival, where Mr. Electro knighted the young writer 
with his electric sword and commanded that he live forever. Bradbury considered this for a while and decided he should forget about being a magician and become an author where his words could live for eternity. Bradbury graduated from high school in 1938 but did not proceed to college due to a lack of funds. He received his higher education somewhere else, explaining, When I graduated from high school it was during the depression and we had no money. I couldn't go to college so I went to the library three days a week for ten years. You should also read The Illustrated Man, The Martian Chronicles, and Something Wicked This Way Comes if you truly want to understand the breadth of Bradbury's writing ability. Bradbury never forgot the importance of books. He was famous for being one of literature's most obliging authors and may have signed or inscribed a million or more books, magazines and other pieces of ephemera during his long career. He died at age 91 in June 2012. It could be argued that the void left by his death has not yet been filled. So that's all we have time for this week. Thanks for listening. My name is Richard Davis from Abe Books. If you like the show, please tell your friends or like it or share it or tweet it or leave a comment and we'll see you next time.